Hello, and welcome back to Husband and Wife Learning Life. <laughs> Learning Life with the Wife. Woohoo! He wasn't very enthusiastic about doing this eh. recording right now. <laughs> no, I was, but it kind of made me get mood when she said, when she was talking about powder, <laughs> I was thinking about pow powder, like what you put on babies' butts. <laughs> that got you in the mood to talk on the podcast? Yeah, it put me in a better mood. Okay. <laughs> powder babies' butts, everybody. It makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes the baby happy. It makes everybody happy. <laughs> So, we have been gone, I know we uh, do a episode every two weeks, and we were not here last week. We have been pretty busy, but also, um, mainly we just forgot. Uh, <laughs> I kind of just gave us some grace that it's okay, we were missing a week. So, but we here, we are, right now, give you an episode, and our cat is behind the door, meowing. I don't know if you can hear him. I think he wants to talk with us. <laughs> um, so, what are three things that you are thankful for, honey? Oh. I am just thankful for that we made the wise decision to transfer from, like, just from using debit cards and credit cards so much, and then we've been focusing more on using cash, and we've just, for some reason, I don't know, it just, we save so much more money, and we're a lot wiser with our money when we, when we actually use, like, like dollars instead of like 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 the plastics so I think it's because it's more when we have it right in our hands and our fingertips it's like it's more valuable to us and we treasure what we spend it on more than what we do with a card yeah because I think about like like if I have a debit card I'm just gonna be like yeah I want this I'm gonna spend it but then when I actually have it in my hands and I have to spend it, then I'm like, um, do I really want this that bad? So I think, um, and, Je and Jessica wanted to do this way back when she was pregnant and we were, and I was working two jobs, but I just didn't have the energy or the patience for it because I needed something easy at the time um because I was just I was just working 12 hours and I just didn't have the time but but now like I I think I brought it up and she was like I told you how easy it was going to be and I was like I know I just wanted it to be yeah, easier we, on me we would have saved a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> from last Christmas because uh we got a credit card um, last October, 
and we were doing pretty well with it until Christmas came around and we ranked it up and we had to use all of our tax money to pay it off where we were going to actually pay off all of um, Keith's student loan but that didn't end up happening so but it's not just his fault it's my fault too so but we're gonna try and use all just use cash for for gifts and we are I have this app that's called acorns so you you download it and it's linked you can link it to your bank account or a card or something and what it does is when you make a purchase let's say you make a purchase of like a dollar ninety seven it's going to take an extra three cents out of your account and put it in the acorns app um it's just going to round up to the nearest dollar so so yeah and then after time you'll have saved like ten dollars or so or if you don't check it for a while maybe 300 um and it is very easy to get that money withdrawn um, or deposited into your bank account um, whenever you want it. So, but I do want to let you know that Acorns has been actually a little funky these last couple months. Actually, it might not because it's funky. It might be because we're actually taking money out and we're not using the card anymore. Um, but... Yeah, we don't. I mean, I used it today because... Um, she wanted me to pick her up a monster and I didn't have, um, I didn't, I don't think I had enough for it because I wanted, if I was going to get her one, I was going to get like buy two because they're cheaper that way. So, and then I was also hungry. So I was just like, eh, I'll just use a debit card. We got enough money in there. So, but, but yeah, we... We haven't been getting a whole lot of use out of Acorn because because we have switched to cash. So yeah, it was working, and then it's not just me that it's not like there was la oh there was a couple months ago when it didn't take like a whole week, mm -hmm. like what it was taking like five dollars or six dollars out um, from our payments and like what we were doing. But it wasn't just our problem, but a lot of people who I work with in Young Living who are. Um, across the line of mine like all the, all those friends like the same thing was happening to them so mm -hmm. it wasn't just me or us so yes um i really like marco polo um it's an app that lets you kind of like it's kind it's kind of like walkie talkie videos is what i call it it's, but, um, it's like you send a video, send a video to somebody, they watch it, and then they can send you a video back in response. But, um, since we've been watching, I've been staying in more contact with, um, my best friend and his wife and, and my wife a lot better. Um, it's a... It's a lot better than than just texting because you can actually see the fir 
person's expressions and and you can I don't know you just you can read people's facial cues and how why, how they're frustrated and you don't have to guess what they mean in a text so mm-hmm. um, I don't know I don't know about my third one you can go for a few of them Let's see. The first thing I am thankful for. Um, uh, so I work with um, this business called Young Living. It is a oil MLM. You know, whenever people say MLM, I always think of M and M's. It's it's supposed to go in my head. <laughs> Stop smirking at me. And so a lot of people who are on the team that I'm on, they and like everyone who's my upline or like a cross line, people who I'm like working with, they are just incredibly uplifting and encouraging and I'm I'm just incredibly thankful for each and every one of them. And, um, yeah, I just, they're amazing. So, that's one. I am also thankful for... We've had three weeks to think about this. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, I'm thankful for fall. The season, fall. I love fall. I love the leaves. I love it when the air gets a little bit more chilly. And it's my favorite season. And I'm really happy that it is finally here. So, yes. I'm thankful for fall. You've been thinking about this for three weeks? I don't think about this stuff for three No, I said we should. We, we have been. <laughs> I, it was just like me saying, like, we've had three weeks to think about. <laughs> I, re- I really don't think about uh, the podcast. I, I really just wing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly. honestly. Um, but that's another thing is, is Jessica's more of a structured person and more... Um, more of a planner, I guess, and I'm just like I go with the flow a lot of the times. <laughs> so, just like okay, cool, we'll just I'll just do improv. I was like, I like improv. That we did it, did it in, um, in score when we visited uh dra- drama classes. I I always liked it. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know. I I am thankful for um, just like people in my life that are open enough to talk to me and trust me with their problems because I really like to talk to people about about that stuff and I f- that's where God's wired me to do. But a lot of the times with what God's ministry He has for me and talking to people in everyday life it's um 
I kind of knew I was, like, a little bit hard to approach, but Jessica kind of confirmed it one day, like, when some of her, um, um, she told me one day that some of her friends, like, do you really want to marry him? You know, he's, he, he's kind of rough around the edges because, like, I'm hard to, um, approach. I'm not, my personality, I don't really have a warm personality. I'm not easy to get to know right away. Um, so I feel like I connected with you a lot faster than a lot of other guys. Yeah, so I'm just, I don't know, I feel thankful for the people that do open up and I have a chance to, like in the circle, small circle that I'm able to, to help. I'm grateful for that, actually. Um, so... I like giving advice, but, um, I don't know, it's, I've also given wrong advice a few times, and, you know, I've learned from those mistakes, not, try not to be so quick to, I like to think about what I'm going to, going to say about wisdom and parting in people's lives, um, I actually, uh, like, when couples used to I guess, I guess fight, like, they would have put me as a mediator, and I didn't realize about the caution that was necessary that you, that you need, and the wisdom to sometimes back away from, from it, because it, it always came from a need to help, I guess, so, so, but then there's other times where it's just, you know, you can't help them, they have to figure stuff out on their own and that was always a hard lesson for me to learn so and I'm thankful for my birthday (laughs) and it's not until December 10th though so uh so I really love celebrating my birthday but nobody really knows it So, I'm kind of opening up to you guys and telling you this. It's, I feel like I never really got celebrated. I feel like a lot of people in our family, like, we don't really get celebrated. We gotta get recognized, but, like, we're there, but we don't get celebrated. Um, It's not, like, a huge thing in our family. So, it doesn't just happen to me. It happens to everyone else, too. So, I'm not the only one. But the way I process it is it hurts me. I feel rejected. I feel alone. I feel like no one cares when they forget. I remember one time for my birthday, um, my family was all gone. And I didn't hear from anybody, my friends or my family, um, I think for, uh, hours and hours, and I was all alone, and I think my mom texted me saying happy birthday, but she didn't even say it in person, um, but I understand that from her, that's okay, it's just, it was just, it's just life, and it's really hard, I mean, 
Keith celebrates me now. So it's it's weird to go from not being celebrated to being celebrated. He doesn't go all the way out. That would probably um, be a little bit too much for me. But maybe one day I would love it. Because <laughs> I love gifts. Um, it's just really hard for me to accept them. Even though I love receiving them. I love surprises. So it's kind of got to be a surprise in a way. I don't know. But... I love my birthday, but it's, I feel like I put a lot of expectation on it, or I feel like even if I put a little bit of expectation on it, I'm still, I'm scared to put a little expectation on it because I'm scared of that happening again. Because a lot of times it just, it kind of hurt me too, because I have had friends that celebrated each other but then when my birthday came around I didn't feel as celebrated um maybe it's because I didn't tell them that I liked it um but but yeah so that was another thing that like kind of hurt me but but yes I I do love my birthday and like the favorite things that I would love to do for my birthday kind of stay the same I like to look at lights. I like to build a snowman. I like to go ice skating. And there's another one. Oh, get a Christmas tree on that day. Mm. I mean, yeah, because like the last. Like, since we've been married and I've tried to do special things for, um, Jessica, um, like, she, she tells me she wants all, all this, but when it comes time to, it's, she has a really hard time accepting it. The first year I was pregnant, yeah. I was sick. Yeah. We went to go looking at lights, but I got too sick and we had to go home. Yeah. And I was too scared to go ice skating because I was too scared to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And then last year, we had Stellan, and he was only a few months, and I just wasn't up for stuff like that. Mm. I am now. I'm normal. <laughs> uh -huh, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's... It's been... It's been kind of difficult to put all that work in, and then... And then have that kind of reaction. But I know where she's um, coming from to a point. Um, because, yeah. Because, actually, I, we had similar situations in our family. Because our families had, like, this rule. Like, once you got to a certain age, you know, you, you weren't celebrated anymore. You didn't get, um, you didn't get presents. You got, like like recognition okay happy birthday here's a card blah 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 but you know and part of that's that's a money thing they feel like if they did something they'd have to buy you something and um i mean that's nice but it's and i don't expect that from like every everyone it's just 
you know, you know, when you're a kid and you have to deal with that realization, you eventually are just like, just like, wow, that really hurts. So, you know, we, I'm pretty sure everybody in my family has, feels this way when they grew up, you know, they, okay, this is just how it is. And, you know, you're hurt at first, but then you come to not expect anything for your birthday. You know, I think I want to try something different. Um, yeah, I don't mind if the kids get, like, presents, but, like, I want to make it more special, like, we do something, like, the day is, like, all about them, and they choose what they would like to do, so, like, when they get to be grown-ups, like, we just spend, like, a day with them, and it kind of just stays. Well, that's what I want to do, too, is I want to have something where... You know, it's your day. You get to choose what we what we do, as long as it's not, like, crazy expensive. Cannot go to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that that should be what it is, is that you're, that, you know, they get a few presents, but, like one big one or a couple small ones or something like that and then but the main thing is is like what you want to do today we'll do that spending time together and making it special yeah i want that to be what's remembered at the presents yeah so all right so our topic for today is discouragement and how do we deal with it the good and bad so, honey, when you were younger, did you deal with discouragement in a good way or a bad way? And uh, compared to how you deal with it now, is it the same or is it different? Mm. Well, give me an example of discouragement, first of all. Um, someone let you down. That's not an example. That's... A definition. <laughs> kind of. How would you... Um, like a story. Give me a story. You want me to give you just a random story? Sure. Okay. So it doesn't have to pertain to you. Nope. So, I guess... Um... <laughs> I'm going to give you a funny story. Oh, good. So, let's say Sally's walking across the seashore. <laughs> you already this know do, where this This doesn't going. sound like discouragement to me. <laughs> oh, it's just because of the joke went. Oh, or whatever. Um, so, Sally's walking across the seashore, and she's looking for seashells, and... Every single day, there's always seashells, and one day, there's not. And she's just discouraged. Disappointed. So, <laughs> you're saying, you're saying if you, when, when, Stel, when Stellan's 18 years old, and it's going to be one of those things where you see him every day, and then all of a sudden, he goes off to college, and he's not there anymore. That's the feeling you're going to feel is discouragement. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be really sad. 
Um, well, for me, an example is with me doing this business with Young Living, and then you feeling like you're not doing the things that you, like the goals that you have set, and you feel like you're not achieving them as soon as you want to, and you get discouraged. Hmm. Yeah. Now I got a picture, because I was thinking I'm discouraged as something else. I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. So, um, I think like when I was in school, school was always hard for me. Um, like. I would try hard in some classes just to get, like, a C. Like, I would have to study, 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 and study some more. And I would still get a lower grade than everybody else. And, you know, my parents were on me that I have higher potential than this. But what... what was discouraging was I was still getting lower grades no matter how hard I tried and that was really discouraging um I started learning and not until my like senior year of high school that that you know you have to take breaks and sometimes you get when you get frustrated that makes things even worse when you're sitting at a desk and you need and you need to like sometimes walk away from it for a while and then also people don't learn the same and that's what I learned from like in psychology classes and I'm just like yeah this is so true like they're they're teaching you one way in school and and because you don't learn if you don't learn that specific way you're going to f- you're either got you either gotta have the s- smarts enough to try something different um to learn differently or you know you're just gonna bang your head against the wall trying trying to do better better in school and you know that was very discouraging for me like i honestly i do better in college now like when i go to college i do better in college um, and I get better grades than I do than I did in high school, and people are like, "It's so hard." I'm like, "Well, honestly, it's easier for me because I know how I learn now." Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of the times is I need a sounding board, like someone, someone that's just gonna sit there as I talk and lit and listen to me and engage with me, and that's that's how I learn the best. Um, for some people that's rather frustrating because they're like, well, how many times do I have to say this to you? And I'm like, well, well, I'm just repeating what you just said to me. Um, so I can clear it up in my mind that this is actually what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, and how I deal with, I mean, that's like a solution to that problem, but how I deal with discouragement now, um, I don't know. It's like now when I have discouragement, I I th- 
I think to a point I'm still like, you know, I don't like feeling discouraged. So it, it takes a lot, of, a lot out of me just to not just to sit, say like, no, I'm going to push through this, but it takes so much out of me that if, if I get discouraged, I'm not going to talk to anybody about it. It's like, I'm not even going to consult anyone. I'm just like, no, this is what I'm going to do. And I can't talk to anybody because it's so hard for me to push through that, that I don't want to risk the chance of anyone saying something negative and discouraging me further. So like, I don't like, if I get discouraged, I don't, most of the time I don't even talk to Jessica or anyone about it. Cause I don't, I just don't want anyone to discourage me because I've had too many people um, make it worse um, and I've had cl- and the worst people I've I've known to discourage me are the people that have been in my family and in my friends so I don't so I especially am careful with cl- with people I'm close to because what they say me is going to affect me more mm-hmm yeah, he doesn't open up to me a lot when those times happen, but I do know when those times are happening. And I'll ask him if he wants to talk about it. And sometimes he says no. And that, so, uh, yeah, that, bu- that bugs me. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say sometimes, no, it bugs me. Um, <laughs> but then I choose to try and let it go and just love on him and just be there for him even if I don't know exactly what's going on and maybe a week or two later like he'll open up about it or a conversation will start up and where he'll where that um or that issue or that whatever was going on gets brought up mm-hmm so, that's a patience on my end. It's yeah. very discouraging. <laughs> she, she probably feels a little, it's a little unfair because yes. I, can, I can usually feel what's going on with her. And then if I ask her, and I'm like, well, I can feel that there's something going on and I can pretty, and I can kind of guess what it is usually, most of the time. And she's like... See, that's not fair because I don't know what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. So, but just because you might know what's going on inside of my brain or my or my heart, doesn't mean I want to talk about it all the time. Right. And sometimes I say no. Yep. And I have to calm down for a little bit. So. Yeah. Me. Mm, with discouragement. I feel like there's different areas of discouragement. Like you can get discouragement in your home, discouragement in your workplace, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it looks different. We can have discouraged. We can get discouraged in our parenting. That is a huge one that I struggle with. Um, just being scared that I am not doing a good enough job or I'm not there enough for um we kind of already talked about that anyways in a previous episode about um 
Well, this is about being a step-parent, but this is... Wondering if I'm, I'm doing enough for, for Stellan, or being a good mom for him, or being a good wife for Keith. So, and then when I feel like I'm not, I get incredibly discouraged, and sometimes it's really bad, and... I have to be alone for a few hours, and when that kind of happens, I I know where it could lead. So I get my emotional supporting oils out, and I put them on. And a lot of times they work, um, and they help um, support my emotions so that I can like work through what I'm going through a lot easier. And they help me with that. But also some of it is, um, though they help my body in that way, there is also a mental part and like, I have to, I really, I do have to process this, um, on an area where it's not connected to my emotions, but, um, the oils help with, um, like brain support too, um, it's different specific ones but yeah the oils really do help me with that and I've um so and yeah yeah it's with with Stellan and Logan I don't um, in some aspects, like what she's talking about, I don't like really worry about it because I'm just like, eh, they're kids, whatever. And and I think it's because sometimes like, I think guys are just, they're just a lot. There's things that aren't, that aren't as serious to us, like, like the everyday needs of kid like honestly when Stellan cries I'm just like okay you'll deal with deal with it I'll get I'll give you food and you know and I'll and I'll play with you a little bit but I have a hard time when he's just being inconsolable because I'm because my attitude a lot of the times like well I guess you're not gonna be consolable so I guess crap cry if you really want I don't care oh, it's teething it's yeah. teething yeah that's that's mostly what it is and that's kind of I forget that there's like I forget that it's growing teeth <laughs> no that there's that there's that pain that's going around along with it and I'm not good with I've never been good with physical pain um with it's it's quite interesting. I like he helping people with emotions, and I'm good with healing emotions, but I'm not very good at when someone's in physical pain and help and helping them. I'm not. I'm not good at it, and he's also feeling these these things that we've had years and couple decades of learning with feelings and pain and. The pain receptors and just all of that, but like he's fourteen months old and he doesn't know anything about it, so he doesn't know how to handle situations or things like that. But I mean, it's I like it because it's good. Because it, I like I like that 
Jessica cares about it more than I do. Um, sometimes I think she goes to an extreme about it, and and I sometimes I'm like, why are you worrying about that? But but then there's other times where you know it's needed because I'm like sitting there like, eh, he'll be fine. When sometimes you know we do need to interrupt interrupt and and try to help try to help him try to alleviate some pain because I don't know I don't know what it is with even with my with all my perception about emotions and everything I cannot figure out babies to save my life well it's because their emotions are all over the place they're not like anything specific right now well I'm not just talking about emotions per se it's just like babies in general I'm just not good at even with having a son well he's not exactly a baby anymore well he's in the transition of baby to toddler he's he's getting up on his knees he's gonna be standing up on his feet soon the terminology does not matter (laughs) (laughs) but it's Mm -hmm. this does huge (laughs) difference it's a milestone from baby to toddler yeah he still acts like a baby (laughs) you still act like a baby sometimes and as do i you're a baby (laughs) to physical pain pain that's for sure oh yeah when i when i get sick i i act like a big baby and i'm just like i'm in bed and which like all the women in the world are gonna be like yeah well my husband's like that too all guys are babies (laughs) but anyway but anyway, it's like I'm, yeah, I'm a big baby. But with when I get when I get sick, especially with the flu, if I get the flu, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I need peace and quiet, and I need to sleep. I don't care if I gotta sleep in the car. <laughs> yeah, and when I have the flu, I'm still taking care of the house, watching Stellan, taking care of you who has the flu too, and going to work. Congratulations! Hip hip hooray! Yeah. <laughs> so. Mark, when honestly, where I where I work, um, my boss like if I had the flu and and I'm not going fast enough or if I'm having trouble concentrating, he'll send me home. So. Um, I I when I did cleaning i would actually go to work through the flu as long as i didn't feel like i was gonna pass out what's an area in your life where you handled discouragement in a bad way and like you succumbed to it and you didn't push through well Well, it's kind of a story of kind of pushing through, but only because I had to. And I, because like where I work, um, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard job and it's, it's very, sometimes there's just like, boss can be very critical, um, with our work, but it's because they want quality stuff and they want to be able to charge more 
and saying that it's um there was times where I was so discouraged I would get I was so mad and I was actually looking for jobs um because I was just like you know what I don't care if it's only pays ten dollars an hour you know what was the other reason why hmm um that happening at work and then the result of it at home oh well I was getting so frustrated um with my job that I was actually coming home and I snapped at Jessica one day and then when I did that like I don't snap at Jessica very often like I've only done it a few times and when I did that I was like okay that's enough (laughs) So then I was, you know, at that point, I I was like, I care about my marriage more than a good paying job. So, so my, I mean, some people would say, you know, well, you're responsible for your actions, which I will agree with, um, because um, I think it's in the book of Ezekiel, he talks about um the son's sin or the father's whoever created this did the sin he's the one that's going to get judged for it but at the same time it also talks about in proverbs um you know iron sharpens iron um the people you hang around are are who you are going to become yourself so at the same time, I have to take responsibility who I'm choosing to be around, and that includes my work environment. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you know, I think, I feel like God's brought me there to learn stuff, but at the same time, um, I think he also gives me, he respects my choice enough to make that choice, um... I mean, he leads and guides me, but it's my choice whether it's good fit or not. And a lot of the times it's because he didn't give me peace about leaving. Um, this latest time, though, it was interesting because he gave me peace about about leaving if I should so, so choose to. Um, because I was leaving for the right reasons. Not just to spite a boss, um, but... It's like one of my friends said, it's like, well, you know, are you going to be happier um, if you left? You know, are you going to be, you know, you know, and so I think in some aspects I would be, um, but I think there was a reason why I didn't find a good job at that point. Because eventually, um, I got to sit sit down and talk to my boss, and I was like, you know, if I'm wasting my time here, you know, let me know, and I'll go somewhere else. And he was like, he was like, oh no, oh no, you're valuable here, and I think. And after we had that conversation, you know, it's improved since then. Um, and I don't think it's because I scared him. I think it's because. You know, we opened up a dialogue to open up where each other was coming from. Um, but, but my home, harmony in my home is 
more is more important so dealing with work and being frustrated and then coming home and bringing that and my wife has to deal with that I do not like that um I will I will choose harmony in my home with my wife and my and my and my sons more than anything so Uh, where I, I have faced a lot of discouragement through my life. Um, I remember the first time I was discouraged and I gave up, um, and I gave in. Um, so I auditioned for this play when I was seven years old and there was some, I thought I was a better actor than some of the other kids and that I should have at least gotten a tree just standing there but I did not get a tree or anything and uh, they said they would call us if we got the job if we got an act we, we got a part so we got a call but they told us no so I mean there was kind of confusion there and it kind of like and I think from then on it's like if I tell people like oh if I call you it's a yes, like, I don't know. That just discouraged me. And then in high school, there were these plays, and I wanted to, like, try out because I thought it would be fun to, like, play and be someone else and uh, and not be me for a while. Not to, like, escape me, but to see, like, what type of potential I could have. Uh and I actually went to a tryout. Um, it was just open tryouts. You didn't sign up or anything. So I went. And I was close to going up. But then I backed down. Because I was just so discouraged. Because of that time when I was 7 years old. And and I left. I mean, who knows? I mean, I could have gotten apart. But I'll never know. So, so yeah. Uh, that is one thing that I did that I handled wrong. I mean, that I've learned from. Um, but one discouragement thing that I'm dealing with now, um, is with the Young Living and just feeling like I'm not getting anywhere or going anywhere or just discouraged, um, by seeing other people's success or, um, people talking about what to do and I'm just feeling I'm not measuring up but I also know that um, I'm just starting and it's going to take time and and that it's okay and my leader um, my upline her name's Hannah and she has a couple videos about like talking about discouragement and so I've been listening to those and those I just I just needed everything that she talked about and that kind of really helped me and and I know I'm going to have these feelings of discouragement time and time again throughout the business and and I'll probably go back to those videos and just listen to them again because if they were there what I needed now they'll probably be what I need then later on too so, 
So I'm still pushing forward. I'm still going. And so, and I think it's because it's, it's actually something that I love. Um, it's something that I, I see value in, in my life and other people's lives. And I just see value in the product and everything. And, and that's why I keep going forward. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Do you have any last thoughts, honey, about discouragement? Um, I don't know, because it's like, it's not something I really, I come across or think about a whole, a whole lot, and it's not something like a whole lot of people, um, talk about. But everyone deals with it. Yeah. I think the last thing it's like I'm gonna say is like it's been really discouraging because like it's been it's been hard lately because I've had I've had some really hard kind of emotional things with family and friends and work lately um with with like people with just I don't know like I'm getting caught in the middle a lot of the times between between people um like there was um a family member with with my wife and they had um they kind of had this talk and they had do you want me to just explain it yeah uh, that's okay I'm just... I'm not going to say anything bad. But it's it's one of those situations where... I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's one of those situations where someone someone's just going to get, I don't know, hurt in the, in the middle of it. And someone... I guess one of the family members hurt my wife and um I mean my wife said something to her too but at the same time it was Jessica apologized and from what it sounds like the family member didn't apologize back I uh, realized that I didn't have the full story and that I was making an objection without the full story and then when she told me the full story I apologized yeah. and explained myself with why I responded that way yep and um and Jessica said that she that she was saying some very hurtful things after um the family member said some very hurtful things to her and um, and then she never apologized and she said she had nothing to apologize for when she was explaining it to me. And, um, 
And I mean, I didn't talk to her for a few days. I mean, that that might be partly my fault. That might be my fault, but at the same time, I had to cool off because I don't handle people hurting my wife very well. So, and my best friend will attest to that. <laughs> um, even, even he's, even he's a little careful with concerned with my talking about my wife, um, with certain thing with certain things because he knows how defensive I get over Jessica. So it's one of those. I kind of understood where both of them were coming from, but when someone wasn't doesn't apologize and doesn't take my wife's feelings into consideration, it's I don't handle it well. So it's been that that's been one of my frustrating or discouraging, I guess, moments. And then recently at work, my boss kind of put me in a weird position of telling me information about a, f- a friend and a fellow employee that's a friend that you know I'm kind of like I became a direct supervisor over and you know and, and she's a friend and I've and I felt like I was being put caught in a position of I had to choose between a loyalty between my friend and keeping information um, between me and the boss, and I really didn't, I really didn't appreciate that, especially since it what it probably wasn't needed. Um, but I understood why he was coming to me because maybe he wanted a second opinion about about her about the about the employee too so I was I don't know it's just been being put in those hard positions and discouraging on how th- on how some things have been going because it's been in a couple months and I've gotten caught in between two di- very difficult situations so um, do you think a way to handle discouragement. I mean, after a while, I mean, like if you're, you need to feel whatever you're feeling, um, and to get those feelings and like to get them in check, not to get them in check right away, but to, you have the right to feel those things, whether it's like sadness or pain or anger, like you have the right to feel those things. God gave you feelings for a reason. Um, but then it's what you do with them after you've processed everything. Um, so after that, do you think it's wise to be like, okay, like I'm still discouraged, but I'll try to see the bigger picture, or I'm discouraged, so I'm just gonna like just give up? Do you think it's smart to just see the bigger picture? Yeah, because I mean, if I wasn't to be quite a be quite frank um my best friend helped me like I talked to him because I was like like with the situation with Jessica and one of my family members I needed perspective from someone that was outside of that picture because I was like well dude I don't 
I don't know, because this is someone who's part of my family, but also, you know, Jessica's part of my family now, now too, and honestly, I can't, I can't see perspective right now because I'm too close to this, and so, so when he came, it was like, well, they're kind of both, he's like, they're kind of both at fault, and you know, and they really need to patch it up, and, you know, I tried to, uh, leave it like that, but somehow I got pulled in, and, but anyways, it's, um, I, I feel like, you know, if you have a hard time, like, if you're in my position, it's better to just, you know, seek some counsel from a friend that's gonna not just be, not just agree with you, but also to be objective. Yeah. Be objective and see the whole picture. And my best friend's really good at that where sometimes he's probably better than I am with being objective a lot of the times. So. And that is where we will end this episode, guys. So, if you have any questions about discouragement or you have any stories you'd like to tell us, we would love to hear them. And we will catch you in two weeks. Okie dokie. Goodbye. Let us.